All right, welcome to episode 18 of the Small Talk Podcast of the Small Again Real Estate Team. Today we're with Joe Messina and Zach, uh, Zach Smith. Um, Joe and Zach have actually started a very unique uh, venture called uh, Second String Leather Company. So thanks for stopping by, guys. And uh, tell me a little bit about how it all got started. Thanks oh, for having us. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, we're Zach and I are really big in the hockey uh, just in general. We played growing up. And um, I think we met at the 12, ice arena. Yeah, at the, the ice, ice arena, arena about, okay. about of course. 12 to 13 years ago. Um. And we've been friends ever since, and we were talking in the past about, like, how I work at Davenport, and so Zach went to Davenport, played hockey at Davenport, and I was his goalie coach at Davenport, and so we've sort of stayed connected, you know, through that tie, and it's just, uh, it's it's just been, uh, it's just been, uh, we've been going ever since, like, just as, as friends, and then uh, second string started in 2019 officially. Okay. But the uh, idea came about in about 2018. So where do you get why leather? Like where did you get that idea? Like why not hockey pucks or sticks or jerseys or something? Like why why decide why do you decide on leather? Um, because there's nothing out there like it. You know, like we don't want to be the same old products out there. Um, we decided to come up with something unique, and uh, we've seen other products being made in a similar form um with other sports and so we were like we could do that with goalie equipment like heck why not i mean old school stuff's made out of legit leather and now obviously it's uh, moved on to like synthetic type material now but i mean it's still uh durable material and it's it turns out amazing what we can do with it our team is absolutely unreal so tell me about like one of the products that you offer like what's your most popular thing uh obviously with the leather goods we have wallets, eye watch bands. Um, we actually do bathroom bags, tote bags, uh, almost anything really that yeah. you can think of. We probably make it. So uh, we even do golf head covers uh, that we've recently started to venture into. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Um, what else? Belts, uh, dog collars. Like, I mean, you have room spray. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have uh, candles, cologne, candles. Cologne. Yeah. Beard oil. Yeah. We pretty much have covered a lot, like from when we started it back in 2019 with just the wallets to where our categories have gone, you know, three, four years later is pr- pretty incredible because you can literally come to the our online store and it's just, I mean, a great spot for gifts and just, you know, buying things in general for yourself or loved ones and just, it revolves around the sport of hockey. And yeah. authentic gear, you know. And that's the unique so where part where do you get your leather at? Uh, well, the leather, I mean, a lot of the leather that we get, um, we buy from different tanneries, but the actual, like, leather that's used for the, like, the wallets and keychains and bathroom bags comes from the goalie equipment and player gloves, and we're always hunting for the equipment. That's sort of, like, the fun part is is just finding the unique gear and just finding the unique pieces that we uh, get from, like, the National Hockey League or, you know, even the Grand Rapids Griffins, just trying to find unique pieces that sort of really, like, resonate with a Detroit Red Wing fan or a New York Ranger fan or Chicago Blackhawk fan. And uh, we've had pieces go to – we've done work with, like, a lot of the National Hockey League teams. So, like, Detroit, Nashville, um, L.A. Kings, we've done work specifically uh, with them. 
um, in their team stores. So it's been nice to sort of see like how the pieces have gone like to their actual team stores that we don't personally sell on our website. They're, they're more sold in their stores. Okay. And we've done some stuff with some foundations as well. So it's, it's pretty unique to see all this stuff sort of like with the idea of like where it started to where it's at now is way bigger than we've ever anticipated. And we had this idea back, Zach, and we always chuckle because Zach called me at like 2 a.m. And he's like, I got the idea. He's like, we're That's gonna. when the genius happens, yeah. right? And that, yeah. it, it truly is. It's like, you know, you, you said hockey puck. And it was funny because I think like one of the first ideas was like hockey puck cufflinks. And I was like, ah, that's, that's not, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> and then so that sort of like kept the ball rolling. And then one day we were like. That's it. And I, I think I don't, you said we were at Art Prize or something. I don't know where. Yeah, I think we were at Grand Rapids Art Prize when we were like kind of like brainstorming, brainstorming stuff of like just throwing things around and just nothing was sticking in our brain. And OK, and then just we saw something and we were just like, OK, that's kind of unique and didn't really think about it right yeah. away, honestly. And I think when we when you came up with that, uh, like that thought, it took like us a long time to like get it going. And then like, I think one day I just called him like, dude, we're going in. Like, we're going we're gonna do this idea. Like, we're not gonna put it on the back burner anymore. Cause it probably it was, was for a good year. That we like just hemmed and hawed about it. But the tough part is, you know, finding someone that's and, and to us, like our pieces that we make are works of art. They're not just like your run of the mill wallet that you're gonna go find at the local store. Okay. These are handmade right here in Grand Rapids. We have an artisan team of three people that that's all they do is make our wallets. And I mean, it's literally year round. So we usually do about three collection drops a year. And so you're, there's a close to a thousand pieces per drop. The holidays is a little bit more because of just the nature of that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So there's, you know, which I take great pride in, and I know Zach does as well, is like how many sales we've made since we started because it just we have a lot of repeat customers so you know that you're making good quality handmade products when you have a repeat customer because we don't have an actual like brick and mortar store we're more online yeah so some businesses are that way now. absolutely yeah. absolutely and so if someone you know they they go look at something on our website and they get it in the mail i think it's almost you know nicer when you get when you like open up our box and it's like all wrapped and it's like just you know, from a marketing standpoint, it's just you're getting like that uh, experience. Yeah, packaging super important. In it's, that, it right? is, it is. And we spent, you know, Zach and I spent probably over a year like designing our package and like really expanding on our package and just trying to like give it life. But when you're buying a wallet that's $100 to over $400, you want that package to sort of even be better than the wallet itself. So you have that wow factor when you pull it out of the box for the first time. It's like, this is an experience of me like, really buying something buying special and it's yeah. almost like a, an heirloom like these yeah. are wallets that you're going to have what we'd like to think you're going to have them for a long time maybe pass them on to a family relative or it's something that you have for years on end yeah so um do you take special requests that can someone like reach out to you and uh have an idea of something they want and you can make it for them or do you not work that way yeah we just started our custom program about two years ago and it's really grown a lot in like the last probably year. Um, and that'd be like, you know, say you had a pair of goalie pads from your high school career, or maybe like a glove 
you know, glove and blocker from maybe your grandfather or dad. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't even think about that. And like we, the we, history, right? The, yeah, yeah. So there's like, you know, the histories and memories and just even stories that you have or your family has. And we've taken those pieces and we've made custom pieces and we just finished our custom program video that we worked on all of last year. And we launched that about maybe a month ago. Yeah, a month or, month or two ago. Yeah. And it's, it's awesome. So it really shows like how, you know, someone buys their equipment, plays in that equipment, retires from the game, and then they, they find us and they, we have these pieces um, made for them and the family. And it's just really touching, like, to sort of see, like, the whole life process of, like, how mm-hmm. we take the gear from, you know, his playing days and turn it into something special that's you know, given to the family. Kind of carry on with them. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's, you know, and we've, we've had some amazing custom pieces that have had some really significant value of, you know, a deceased family member. You know, maybe it's, you know, these are my, these are my dad's, you know, goalie pads from his high school days. So there's... There's been a lot of like stories that are tied into those pieces that make them really special when they're given to the individual. And that's one thing that we really didn't even think about when we started this. We were just like, uh, we got an email from a lady that wanted custom uh, stuff done. Uh, it was it was her dad's mm-hmm. pads or yeah, it was pads I believe. Um, made some stuff for him. Uh, he didn't know about it, and she gave it to him for Christmas and. I guess he was like completely breaking down, like in so much joy, because yeah, like because of I've the never seen my dad cry. Yeah, <laughs> you, like, yeah. Completely and like and when we got that email, and we were just like, "Holy cow!" Like it took us back. We were just like, we didn't think that it would have the tug on the heart that these yeah. pieces do. An know? old hockey guy, I yeah, can't, can't imagine that guy crying. Yeah, right? yeah. you know. We're so we we're tough. just like, "Holy yeah. smokes!" So I mean, hey, it ties in nicely, and it's just. And we take Amazing. a lot of pride in sort of like what we do, like from a social media standpoint, how the pieces are made, like everything is done crisp. Like that, that's been our biggest thing is making sure like, you know, we're, we're sort of like really meticulous just in general with how we run everything. Yeah. But even from our leather team, like, like I said, they're like true artists. They really are. And that, I don't think you see a lot of things handmade anymore. I think a lot of stuff is like mass production. Right. And these are, again, these are all made right here in Michigan, right here in Grand Rapids. So to have that, you know, U.S. tie made in, made in America, made in Michigan, made right here, you know, locally in Grand Rapids, there's a lot to that. And I think a people appreciate that because you just don't see that too often. Right. And a lot of people don't like to work with their hands anymore. So to see these pieces, they are truly one-of-one one works of art, very special, unique and so we actually brought some pieces for you guys. These are for you guys to have as a little thank you for having us on the show. Awesome. Um, so it, it's, it, and again, it's just one of those things where when you look at each of the pieces, because we have, I think, six, seven different wallet styles, and each one is different, you know. So we, that's why I think we have a lot of repeat customers from, you know, with the color stitching that we use, the color of the leather that we use, maybe the, the, the goalie pad that it came from. Maybe it's a, a National Hockey League goalie that they may – they really, you know, idolize and resonate with with that team, so it's it's pretty cool to sort of see like how those repeat customers come back because we, I mean, we've done probably almost eight thousand orders in since two thousand nineteen. So that's a lot of orders to us, you know, being a small business, and it's just him and I. You know, we have our team of you know leather craftsmen, but him and I are sort of like the the forefront of the the business. Okay, and it's just um, yeah, it's amazing to sort of see like when we go to the Griffins game. 
you know, we have a table at the Griffins game and we have a lot of people that come up there and they'll like pull their wallet out and like, Hey, look at, I have one of your wallets. And like, that means yeah. a lot to us. Like they, they're, they're really like, cool. They're yeah. proud to like, it's a conversation piece. So you said a lot of your business is repeat and referral, but how do you, how do you get the word out? Like, do you have a YouTube channel or social media or, um, how do people find out about you originally? I honestly, it was just all Instagram, Instagram okay. and Facebook. Yeah. Um, obviously we were, we were more targeting like goalies in general because we were using strictly goalie equipment when we first started. Yeah. And then it just kind of just blew up. Like yeah. it, <laughs> literally blew up and we were just like holy cow what did we what did we I think create we, we launched on uh may 29th of 2019 and yep. we had you know i think we had four goalie pads i don't even know if we had our glove and blockers out at the time yeah, yeah we did it was Pretty very sure. limited i mean we had i mean we couldn't have had more than two three hundred pieces at most we had a couple keychains maybe yeah. watch bands and i this the site crashed when it because we launched at midnight I don't know why we launched at midnight and the site crashed. Like our web guys, like, Oh, there's, I, there's too many people on, like we didn't buy enough like bandwidth to hold that many people well. on the way, like to when we first started. So like he was scrambling we got it up and like, we're like, I think we're onto something here. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. yeah. It, it truly is. And now we'll do our collection drops. And then there's, you know, like we'll turn it. So we, we turn off the website, like, 48 hours before it goes live. So the website says it's like coming soon. There's a countdown clock. And when it goes live, I mean, there's like, you can see all the people that are on the website, how many active carts there are. And it's, you know, there's, you know, it shoots up to like four or 500 people all at once. All at like, once. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you, do you guys have the capacity to get bigger or um, are you kind oh, of where you want to be right now? You know, that's the thing is that we've, we're, we're hockey. We're always talking about like, what I know, how can we take the next step with the company? Obviously there's other sporting venues with, you know, baseball and football. Yeah, lots and of baseball. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. There. But we're hockey, you know, like we're, we're hockey. We're really passionate about what we do within the hockey industry. Know your lane. We, we, we yeah. know our lane, we know our language, yep. you know, so it's, it, we can resonate with hockey fans immediately just because of that's who we are. We've played hockey all of our lives. We've been in rinks all of our lives so to to sit down and talk hockey with somebody, it's just it's like a common language. Yeah. yeah. Baseball, football, soccer. It's just like you said. It's not really in our lane. Not saying we would never do it because I think uh, it'd be a fun project to like see how the company can expand in different avenues down those like different sports paths. But for right now, hockey has definitely been our focus. I think our biggest focus is like really driving with the National Hockey League teams because we have a lot of National Hockey League teams that have their team stores within the arenas. Um, like Detroit, they did probably close to 300 pieces for their Hockey Town Authentics uh, shop last year. We did uh, Nashville Predators um, for the Pekka Rene jersey retirement. So they had all their stuff through their Preds Foundation. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing a second round of stuff that's going to be um, in January back at their arena. Um, we're working with uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Hopefully we can lock that down pretty soon. And then the LA Kings just got stuff for Crypto Arena uh, in September. Okay. So when, when this all started, do you guys, did you think it would be where it is today? Or like, where did you think you would be now <laughs> not, not when close. you started? Absolutely not. not. <laughs> no, like I literally did not imagine it being this far in advance that we are now. And like, especially with how fast it, 
we grew. Like yeah. even from year one to two and two to three, like the growth has just been incredible and like beyond my expectations. When I first started with Joe doing this, I was like, "How did we even get here?" Yeah, that's you know, and go through the just, pandemic. That's been the other. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, it, it was it was tough during the pandemic, as you see some of these you know sure. smaller businesses closing up shop, letting their employees go. And to be honest, we were the opposite. We were like, people were at home, they're bu- they're buying online. We have an online store. I mean, we were able to provide products and, you know, just, I, I always say like someone's, you know, they pull their wallet out of their back pocket and they're happy to show it to somebody. So it has like some, some feeling to it. Like there's a, this is a pretty special piece. Yeah, It's a conversation piece. Well, so, hockey fans in, in general are just super loyal and loyal. In, into their 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 gear their players their team absolutely, and they yeah. want to support it in any way they can right absolutely um i uh i'm a griffins fan mm-hmm. mainly because my kids but um we've been to several games and there's uh this one guy that we met his name is bill and uh bill actually has been sitting in the same seat in the griffins arena for 25 years wow so um, as long as the griffins have been playing there he's been in that in seat and um he's at every game like mm-hmm. we 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 now are friends we text once in a while and, very cool um but he's such a like into his sport but then there's there's probably 50 of those guys at absolutely at the yeah. Manhandle, right that are that passionate that been season ticket holders for a super long time and um they're just they they have their their sport and they're into it and they want to support it in any way they can i so. think the griffins have done an amazing job of just staying in the community of grand rapids because they've yeah. been here for so long and where you see other teams come and go in the american hockey league because it is like a minor league affiliate to the national hockey league so they may move them around but Grand Rapids has been home, you know, for with the Detroit Red Wings for many, many years. And I think yeah. they were with maybe the Ottawa Senators, Senators for a little bit, probably in the, the late 90s or 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just been amazing to see because there is loyal fans. There is, there's, yeah. there's a loyalty to the Griffins. And you go to a game on a Friday, Saturday, and you're like, holy smokes, there's like, there's 8,000 people here. Filled up. It's filled up. And that we, we've, we've done, I think we're going to be doing um, New Year's. We'll set up a table in the concourse. And it's packed. Like people, they'll come to other booth, and it's, it's you know they they've been to the game bef- in the past and have seen us, and they follow us on social media, and it's cool to have those relationships with people because it is. It's like they're your friends within Grand Rapids. It's like a little community. Yeah, and that's the thing. Just because we're a strictly online company, like we try to get out in the community, whether that be at the Griffins game or any conventions, we try to get out there to get our name out there and our products and uh, interact with our customers too, you know, instead of just being behind a computer. Yeah. yeah. So. The big one we go to, so we have, uh, we're, we're actually going to be going uh, to Minnesota. They have uh, the high school hockey championships in Minnesota. It's in March and they fill up the XL Energy Center. So that's where the Minnesota wow. Wild play. So there's, 22,000 people at these high school games. Okay. And in conjunction with the high school tournament, they have a big like trade show convention with, you know, all the equipment manufacturers, just different, uh, like hockey schools and like, uh, like prep schools or that. There's probably like a hundred to 150 vendors on the, on the floor in general. And it's just awesome. Like you're, you're with your people, you know, yeah. for the weekend it's, but it's just the crowd there. I think they have over a hundred thousand people that come through the show on the weekend 
and it just makes uh you know it's a pretty fun event we went there before covid and it was it was awesome and we we haven't gone back since so we're going back this year this upcoming march so we're pretty we're pretty geeked up for it so as passionate as fans are, parents are super passionate also. Yeah. Um, my child actually plays hockey, and he's visually impaired. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's actually a national um, blind hockey association, and they do a once-a-year convention, kind of moves around. We went to the one in Chicago. I know okay. there was one in Boston. But, um, yeah, that's uh, I, I know hockey fans travel, and they're passionate Absolutely. about their sports. So why did you pick Grand Rapids? Like, what brought you here? Well, how you go? Because you're born and raised. Yeah, here. I'm. I'm born and raised here. By um, default, then. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. So, and I mean, I've been on the ice since I was three, and I still haven't gotten off of it. So, um, it's in your blood. Yep, pretty much. So, uh, yeah, just I don't. I can't imagine us having our company anywhere else than here, um, especially with our leather team being here in Not Grand Hawaii, Rapids. A warm climate. Yeah, that'd be nice. Move it to a warm climate. Yeah. Everybody's so, got dumped just down be with able snow. to take vacations, yeah, right? Right. It's so. just nice to be able to pop into our leather shop and like check in and see, see the progress and, you know, say hi and, you know, just uh it's been really nice having them right in our backyard basically. Yeah. So why why uh, Grand Rapids for you? Like what brought So you I'm here? originally from uh Gross Point on the east side All right. and my um my first job out of college I happened to be get a job here in Grand Rapids, believe it or not. And I got, I was here for about a month or so, met my wife, got job relocated to Minnesota for about a year. And I was like, I just don't like the corporate world. So I dropped out of the corporate world. I have a few other hockey businesses that I own with uh, another business partner. And I've been, it's almost been 20 years, you know, on my own doing my my own self-employed businesses in the hockey industry. And like like Zach said, I mean, Grand Rapids is such a family-oriented place. Like, I went to college in New York. I'm from, you know, the east side in Detroit. Like, here is just a little bit slower pace, and it's a great place to raise a family. It really is. So where where in Grand Rapids do you live? Uh, Granville. Okay. Um, so tell me about Granville. Like, what? Um, why would somebody want to move there? Uh, you know, good school system. Uh, there's a local mall. You know, they have, well, they have the big, uh, the big castle, the big, uh, I think it's a big uh, condo complex. Oh, apartments, that, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a big. The Grand Castle. The Grand Castle, there's that, you know. But it, it just in general, it's, it's, it's like a historical town in Grand Rapids because it's been there for so long. And there's a yeah. lot of tradition and it's a beautiful area. Like I live by Millennium Park, Johnson Park. So there's a beautiful parks, you know. Oh, for, we're pretty close then. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful area. There's, you know, you can go to Johnson Park or Millennium Park, run, bike ride, it's a fish. It's just a quaint little place. It really is like rather than like the hustle and bustle of like uh, Chicago or New York, like it is, it's a really quaint little town within the city of Grand Rapids. It really is. So I, I'm sort of glad that you know, everything happens for a reason. Like when I moved here to Grand Rapids, I lived downtown. Yeah. And just to see downtown, how downtown Grand Rapids has like developed over the years. Cause I moved here in 2002 after I graduated college. Totally different city 20 I, years ago. I mean, it, downtown was like completely undeveloped. I don't even think there was much really going on downtown. 
Yeah. And then to see where it has, you know, where it sits today with, you know, microbreweries, you know, the different restaurants, the Bob, like the DeVos Hall, like Van Andel, like yep. there's so much down there. It is truly a special place. And it, you know, even though it's the second largest city in, in Michigan. It doesn't feel that way. It doesn't. Yeah. It's yeah. it's really a, a family. It's a really unique place. And like our prize is down there. It's just, it, it's got a real unique vibe to it. It really does in, in a good way. It really yeah. does. It's They've done a good job down there. So what about you, Zach? Like, where, where do you live and what, tell me about that. Uh, I live in Walker. Okay. Uh, I've lived in Walker. I actually moved out of Michigan uh, for a year and moved down to Texas w- with my wife. Okay. Uh, we were dating then, but. What no. brought you to Texas? Uh, she was living down there. Okay. Uh, she, she's, uh, she was down there for a few years. She went from Florida or Michigan to Florida, Florida to Texas, and yeah. then I brought her back to Michigan. Well, so Good so, for her. Yeah. So yeah. she doesn't like the snow, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, I live in Walker. I've uh, been living there for since 2013. So you've so. been growing up your whole life. Where did you yep. go to high school? Uh, Kennewa Hills. Oh, awesome. Kennewa Hills High School. Um, I have a cousin that went to Kennewa and played hockey. Okay. Do you know Ryan? Uh, No. Probably not. Maybe (laughs) Maybe I do. Okay. So, so yeah, they're they're all hockey people. Okay. I didn't didn't know that. They they all played hockey in high school, Mm -hmm. and Kennewa Hills is big into hockey. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yep, it's definitely, I think hockey in general in West Michigan has definitely grown. I mean, obviously, you got Hockey Town in Detroit. They call Grand Rapids Hockey Town West. So, (laughs) um, it's, hockey has definitely grown pretty big in Grand Rapids and the surrounding areas. But, uh, but yeah, I've been in Grand Rapids pretty much my whole life besides a year. So you moved out to Texas and you came back to where you kind of grew up. Like what, why did you go back to Walker instead of maybe a different area in Grand Rapids? Um, We like the Northwest side. Uh, That's where I was born and raised. And I just wanted to stay on the Northwest side. It's um, Walker's kind of more like up and coming and a really clean family uh, city. Um, that we really enjoy. You're uh, by the ice cream depot yep, too. Double dip depot. Double there you out. go. We're pretty close. Yeah, actually, so. I live Lake Michigan Drive in Cobalt. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right around the corner. Yep. So we're uh, we're frequent uh, flyers there, uh, <laughs> two or three times a week. So we meet up with our neighbors and we go over there a couple times and great place. So. Though. Within ten minutes, of two ice rinks, right? Like yeah. Belknap and yep. uh, Walker Ice yep. Arena. Right yep. So yep. that's yep. awesome. So. Um, yeah. So what would you say to somebody like thinking about moving to the Grand Rapids area? Um, like like Joe said, it's a very family oriented uh, area. And um, I would say uh, I don't want to say super religious, but like um, there's churches everywhere, which is great. You know, having that community with uh, within that um, within that aspect of life. Uh, it's really nice to have around. Um but uh, it's really just a clean area, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's you're, you're proud to call it home. So, um, what you said, community. What kind of things do you do for the community or with your business that you in ways that you support the community or get out there? Like, tell me about that. We've actually done um, a few things with what was it, the uh, Van Andel Institute? Yep, with uh, our breast cancer, with the breast cancer collection. So we did like um, I think it was a Jimmy Howard. Uh, glove from his breast cancer awareness uh, equipment that he had. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so it was white and pink, uh, so we made pieces out of that, and uh, we were able to give back uh, a portion of those proceeds to the Van Andel Institute um, to help them out. Um, I think we've done a couple other things. Uh, the Warson 
Foundation. Yeah, so he's a fallen Navy. Uh, David Worson, he's a fallen Navy SEAL who he was uh, killed in the line of duty in Afghanistan. So he has a like a foundation that they do some a big event in the summertime. So we did that when we first started in 2019. Um, but going back to the Van Andel Institute, it's amazing because we actually ended up when we were working with them, we were able to go on site and they uh, the lady took us for a tour of the building and it's like that's in Grand Rapids. It's yeah. like, holy smokes. Like that is like, there's some of the most well-recognized scientists in the world. I think there's one from Germany that works there. who's like one of the top 10 scientists and he's right in there. And it's like, you know, right in your backyard. It's crazy to think that, right? Like um, I grew up here too. And that whole area is really developed. I've been mm-hmm. in institute. Yeah. wasn't there. The Sakia no. center, the children's hospital, that, that like, whole, we're in such yeah, a good spot beautiful. for healthcare and yeah. medical research. Like my daughter broke her arm a few years back and we brought her to the, the children's hospital, the Voss children's yeah. hospital. I mean, it was like first class, like right when you pulled up, I mean, it was like, they, it was like clockwork. I mean, I was like, I even told my wife, I was like, I almost feel like I, we should like write them a letter, tip them. Like, yeah. holy smokes, it was first class from start to finish. So, and I know there's some individuals that are there that go to that that hospital on a regular basis that have you know sick children. Yeah, like that is another piece in Grand Rapids having a hospital like that. You know, we both have kids. Yeah, obviously yourself as as well. Like, what an amazing piece to have in Grand Rapids, like a like a recognized hospital for children. And it's right, again, right in your backyard. So I know that they take the like the medical very seriously here in Grand Rapids because you do have a couple of the universities have their own medical facilities downtown Grand Rapids, and it's state-of-the-art. Yeah. My, my wife actually works at the Children's Hospital. She's really? been there for 15 years. Oh, wow. so. oh yeah? Yep. I wonder if they know each other. Possibly. All right. <laughs> Seventh floor? Uh, she was on the seventh floor at um, Butterworth, but now she's in the Children's Hospital doing uh, uh, human milk technician. So she's probably making feeds for babies. Yep. So, so I think she's, uh, they, they recently brought up like heart, uh, babies, um, kids uh, okay. with, with that kind of, but then it, it was trauma before. So like really? accidental okay. bone breaks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think so. she's on the third floor. It's a big place. Yeah. Right? Oh, it's, yeah. so it's beautiful. I, like I said, I, to go there, obviously when you're, you know, you're stressed cause you know, your child's obviously injured. And or if you know someone else goes there and their you know, child's sick, but they just took care of us. Like I, I was really impressed, and I never have been there. You know, if that was the first time when that happened, and and to sort of see how their staff was was truly remarkable. It really yeah. was. I yeah. think we were in there with special. my kid for three or four days. So well, was... we've spent a lot of time in the children's hospital. So yeah, um, and uh, yeah, they've been top top notch. Top notch, yeah, absolutely. So, um, can I open these? Uh, yeah, absolutely. We brought one for, uh, we didn't know how many staff members you guys were going to have. Jeremy, we have one for you too, buddy. Could we, <laughs> could we give one of these away? Maybe? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So how do, I don't want to rip the box. Nope. Yep. Just like that. Just open it right These up. are fancy. Puck. I'm going to show the, show the camera. So. Wow. The, you were right. This is super fancy. I don't think I have time to open all of these. This is a, <laughs> okay. a process, but so this is this is one of your wallets. Yeah, so that one came from uh, Anton Kadobin's uh, goalie pad. So that one would be from when he played for the Houston Arrows. Yep, in the American Hockey League, Slash probably Minnesota Wild. Yeah, so that was when he was with the Minnesota Wild, and so that just you know we just put a you know business card in there, a sticker. 
hockey card, and that's just a you know a keychain. But the, one of the unique things about the two pieces of leather that's actually used on that uh, the keychain, and then also the wallet. Uh, so we use a tannery out of Chicago called Horween Leather, and it's one of the most recognized um, tanneries. In North America. Yeah. So how did you know the story of this wallet? Is it on a card in here? Or how no. How did somebody else know so that? So on our website, we have... So if you were like on our website and you like looked up that particular wallet, you'd see where it came from. There's a little blurb about the goalie, where he played. Um, you can see where like that piece of wallet, where it was harvested from, from the, the actual goalie pads. So we do a lot of photography. So Zach, you know, he's a guru with the photography and the editing. And that's... One of the things that we take pride in is the website, being that we don't have a brick-and-mortar store. The website is just top-notch. It's got a lot of real high-end photos. But nowadays, you, you really need that because people, you know, they're on their phones or on their, their tablets or computers, and they're just searching around. So we have a really good foot traffic of just people going to our – we probably get anywhere from, you know, three, 400 people a day to over 1,000 people a day. And it's just such a niche – you know, specific market that when people are on it, they spend, you know, anywhere from two minutes to five, six minutes just browsing around, looking at things. And it just, it, I think it goes back to like the actual pictures and it just sort of, you get tied up looking at everything. You're like, holy smokes, I've just been on here for, for five minutes just yeah. looking at leather goods. So um, is, is it three wallets that you brought in? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I bought some uh, wallets and some keychains. So yeah, by all means, if you want to Give so one how, away about, to, how about Jeremy picks one, I pick one, yeah. and then um, we'll give away the third one yeah, to absolutely. whoever goes and follows you guys on Instagram. Absolutely. And That'll then work. also uh, subscribes to our YouTube channel and then emails Jeremy. So yeah, absolutely. we'll let them, him figure that out. But I think that'd be a really yeah, cool thing. Perfect. So, um, so like, what did your family and friends think when you had this idea to recycle leather and turn it into <laughs> works of art? I don't know. I think they were like, wait, what are you, what are you doing? Because, <laughs> you know, that in the hockey world... You know, there's other people that sort of do what we do, like, I guess maybe on, like, a smaller scale. Yeah. You know, they may make it. Onesie, twosie. Yeah, like an, Etsy, like an Etsy style. I don't, We wouldn't really call ourselves Etsy. I mean, our team's making a thousand sending, pieces. Yeah, like, you know, they're making way bigger than Etsy. So this is, you know, I think when we first started, they're like, all right, good, go get them. Good job. Good luck. You know, yeah. and I think they're like, oh, wow, this is actually, like, a full business model. Like this is yeah. something that has grown into. I honestly think we were the first ones probably in the world to do goalie equipment with what we're doing. Yeah. I don't think really anyone's ever, I mean, maybe they have, I mean, I just don't think they've gone on to the scale to you know, do at. the social media, do, I mean, and that, that's, you know, from a social media standpoint, we've grown from, we have like you know, over 20,000 followers on Instagram. We got, I don't know, 15,000 followers on Facebook, you know, our, our email list, we got close to 10,000 people on our email list. So for us, it's like, you know, you put stuff out there, and it's like people just gravitate to it. We, like Zach talked about the, the, the golf line that we, we started, and we do a lot of that in-house. Zach last uh, winter learned how to sew. Yep. So he, awesome. So yeah. now he's our, he's our official uh, golf club sewer. Yeah, so okay. it, it, it's amazing because, I mean, we bought this beautiful machine, and we're making some amazing pieces, and people are getting these golf club covers. They're like, this is amazing. Like these are yeah. better than the ones that are sold in the stores and they have a story behind them. So are you guys like still involved in the hockey community? Do you coach or yes. have kids that play? Yep, absolutely. Um, so, uh, I mean, besides goalie coaching, uh, all around West Michigan, um, with Hope College, okay. uh, as their goalie coach, I've been there since 2017. Um, and my kid actually started skating a couple of years ago. He's five. 
Uh, he's now doing learn to play and hopefully getting our two-year-old on skates soon. So. Is he going to be a goalie, though? That's the question. Yeah. Are they going to yeah, be any? He probably will be. Yes. Were you a goalie? Kind yeah, of? I was a goalie yeah, we all my goalies. life. Okay. Yep. Both goalies. Yep. So, and they say goalies are weird, but I feel like we're pretty normal. We are definitely so. normal. There's some interesting <laughs> goalies that are out there. Do you guys play in, like, beer leagues at all? I no, used to they call them right. Yeah, yeah. they call it beer yeah. league. Yeah. I used to, but it's just I have no time for it, and it's just way too much going on in life. So, so a few years ago, there was actually a guy that was an agent in our office. He's since moved on. Um, uh, Dan Harland actually oh, got, yes. we know Dan Rowell, we got called up to play for the yeah. Griffins. Yeah. So yep. that no, was Dan so Rowell. cool. We we talked to him on a regular basis, pretty much. So. Okay. Yeah, he's one of uh, he was one of probably one of our first people that bought a wallet. Yeah, yeah, and. Because he was with, I forget which news channel at the time. Yeah, yeah. And he ended up getting us with that news channel. They did, like, a special on us, and he's been following us ever since. Uh, yeah. He was. We were on a different podcast uh, last year, and he was on with us, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good guy. He's a really I just ran into him Saturday at the rink. So. Really? Yeah. yeah, he's a I got to catch up with him. I haven't seen him in he's a He's a good man, so. really good man. Because I think he was from, was he in Chicago? Chicago. From Chicago, I think, yeah. Yeah, he's a good man. So you've been hockey pretty much entire lives, right? But what yeah. what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't doing this right now? Oh my goodness! Well, I started off out of college with uh, Black and Decker and Dewalt Power Tools, and that's how I got moved that, here. The corporate world, the corporate world, and I just I like making my own schedule. I like sort of being home with my family. I like working from our studio. I I don't know. I just wouldn't see it any other way. I just I don't know. I I can't. I couldn't sit at a desk. What about you, Zach? Um, believe it or not, this is not my only thing that I do. All I, have, right. I have a normal full-time job as well. Awesome. Yep. So I'm always going and uh, never home almost. So <laughs> okay. it's uh, it's definitely but somehow long. your kids are skating. Yeah. And making yep. it out on yep. the ice I'm, at five I'm years old. He's the yeah. best so. dad. I always give him. Money. He's a good dad. <laughs> I try. I try. Um, honestly, I would probably s- still be doing what I'm doing just without this. I guess. Okay. You know. So nothing, nothing would really change, I think. So, I mean, hockey's still in my blood and in my everyday life. So it's just adding another uh, piece to the puzzle, I guess. Yeah. I, um, my uh, kid's grandpa actually is super into hockey, too, and he's now 70 years old. He just stopped playing oh, uh, really? in the league that he was in, um, but he uh, – Super passionate. He he was like a, a cheerleader almost for my kids getting into it. He's like, that's awesome. So, yeah, um, yeah it's uh, hockey. I think stays in your blood most oh, of the absolutely. time, right? Yeah. Like that's not something that just goes away. Yeah, for sure. So, um, is there anything I missed that maybe you guys like want to share that I didn't ask you? I think w- one of the things I saw on the on the sheet was you know what if you could tell someone like a a young eighteen year old boy or someone that's in college like. Maybe that is in business. You know, what, what uh, you know. The so if you could go back and, and if you were 18 again, what would you do differently or what would you tell yourself then to better prepare for your future knowing what you know now? Just, just go. Just go. Just, just like, it's no different than, you know, that conversation him and I had back in 2018, 2019 when we, we started this was like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Like, why, why are you – You'll always live with regret if you never go forward and do it. Yeah. Because I don't want to, you know, in 25 years look back and be like, man, we should have done that. And then probably someone else would have done it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just, and I feel like there's a lot of people like, well, I had that idea. Well, you didn't do it. 
you know my grandma had a few of those crazy ideas i think her first idea was bulletproof vest for dogs <laughs> and uh turns out they ended up doing that of so course, yeah. um, probably five or six years after she had the idea which i don't know where she got that idea but it mm-hmm. was hers originally so I, I just look back at you know even just kids nowadays you know social media and like how our society is and you know there's different types of pressures of like you know should i do something you know if god forbid if i fail you know because you know, you know now if, if someone fails they don't feel like they you know they're going to achieve their goal but it, it might take I, there's like a quote for like i was it maybe thomas edison or like you know with the, the the light bulb like he failed a thousand times but that thousand and one time it it worked it's failure is such an important part of life, right? It is. Like you got to fail a few times to know like what doesn't work. Right. And, yeah. um, hopefully find what you're really, your true calling is. So it, it's, and I, I look back at like, even just the creation of our wallets. If you would have looked at our first collection back in 2019, it was just like plain Jane, just normal wallet. Now our team makes these extravagant, beautiful, like just because they learn as they go and there's been some failure along the way designing certain things and like we've come up with things some have worked some haven't but you just keep sort of like moving forward and you sort of just and at the end of the day you sort of just follow your dream and you sort of follow your passion and sort of takes you i mean it's in our blood hockey's in our blood so we're we're speaking that language so yeah it's we're just we're just being passionate about what we love on a, on a daily basis. Right. It it definitely shows that you guys are passionate about what you do and that you believe in it and, um, you're running with it, right? Absolutely. Your packaging, your product, all of it's amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Um, anything else you want to share, Zach? Um, as far as that goes, like the 18 year old self, um, like I, I went to college like here and there. Um, I mean, I went to LCC for, uh, a semester and then played GRC, I played hockey there for a little bit. I uh, went to GRCC for a little bit as well and then okay. ended up ultimately going to Davenport for a year. Uh, and really, I was like, I went to college first to go just to play hockey more, you know, not really for the schooling. And then I was like, okay, I should probably do something with schooling and went to CC and I was like, you know what? And then I got a calling to play at Davenport just out of the blue, just funny story Being a goalie yeah, yeah well I long story short it was in men's league and it, I played well and they asked me to be on their team okay. so I ended up playing for uh, Davenport then so I was really just going back to school to play hockey again because I missed it and um, you know figured hey I can get an education as well but I mean looking back like you don't really need school to do what you want to do if you just want to dive in and start your own business go for it you know you don't a lot of people that you don't you don't need school for it you know it's your real life interactions and your uh, trials and everything you go through like that's I think speaks more than sitting at a desk and listening to a teacher you know so and like not saying school is not important but it's not for everybody it's not for everybody yeah so that's about it. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys coming in today Thanks and sharing us. your story and sharing your awesome products with us. And um, we'll we'll come up with something to give give one of those away. I think Perfect. that'll be really cool awesome. to get the word out there for you guys. And um, just appreciate you coming in. Yeah, Thanks. thank you. Thanks for having us. Right. Thank you for watching this episode of the Small Talk Podcast with the Smalligan Real Estate Team. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and check out our earlier episodes.